my Death Leaper terror weapon is going to put its death flesh hooks, which I've attached two Urza stickers on. So it now synchronizes with my Tangsgore Shaman, who has a Sorceress Elixir. But uh, I see that you put a zero sticker on top of my life total. So I guess I lose. Yeah, good game. That's a good game. Uh, how do the uh, how do we play again now that we've put stickers all over our cards? Well, we'll have to reset the board, and it'll take about an hour to set up for our four-hour game. Uh, yeah, but I put stickers on each of Chris's nostrils, and he's just dead. Crew 3 Podcast. Everyone's rocking with me as always. My co-host Chris and Ricky gentlemen say hello. I am dead. Well, yeah, it was bound to happen to one of us. It was bound to happen well, we to now, one of us. We're now taking applications. Uh, I've, uh, Chris, did, Chris didn't make it out of the gas leak. Yeah. Hey, are you guys familiar with that wedding game people play where they're like, oh, hey, take each other's shoes and then ask questions uh, and, you know, each one, like, answers who they think that the answer is? Right, like you hold up the the bride shoe if you think she's the answer, and it's like it's supposed to be like a blind quiz game. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah. The only wedding wife... game I've ever played was try to take one of the twenty million cupcakes that was accidentally ordered. Uh, see how many you could carry. Let's not talk about the, my wedding. <laughs> you, uh, you and Max. Hey, I I told you that like our wedding coordinator closed her business and said it was people like us that were causing issues. <laughs> Good. I, I would take that review and put it on my wall next to those wedding photos you guys took, which are beautiful. <laughs> Chris, have you seen the wedding photos? Yeah, I'm in I'm in a lot of them. So Yeah, we look incredible. Yeah, it's, we do. It's because of your suits. It's big true. Big true. Uh wrapping back around now now we've No real quick, real quick, real okay, quick. Okay. I, uh, I also died listening to Ricky try to pronounce 40k cards. It's yeah. 40,000. That's what Jimmy Wong said. Well, Jimmy Wong is wrong. Uh, as be. all of that Twitch chat will tell you. Uh, I think I saw a YouTube video where Jimmy Wong is also like an Iron Chef class cook. Is there anything Jimmy Wong can't that's do what besides I'm, that's properly what I'm pronounce saying. Warhammer 40k? I just don't think there's anything the man can't do. Does it all, huh? Well, except for pronounce Warhammer correctly, apparently. Well, you know, yeah. Uh, but you know. Anyway, Chris, what were you? What were you gonna say? Uh, man, now, now we're so far away from. It, I don't even know what I should. Uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Loop back around. Loop so back around. looping back around. You've got the game. You play at a wedding. I don't wish I knew what it was called. It's the blind quiz game. You're sitting back to back. You hold up the uh, shoe of the person you think the right answer is, and the like. The audience like claps and laughs along. Haha, you're asking like whatever questions. Couldn't play that with like me and my wife because it was like, who would go to prison? And I'm like, well, that's like a pretty obvious. There's such a stark difference in personality. Devin, obviously. Evan. Yeah, I was going to say, there's such a stark difference between me and my worst personality that it was like, it was just not, it was just not a game worth playing. I feel like the same is true for us. I feel like there's a pretty clear distinction here, uh, at least when it comes to like outside personalities. And I do feel like, you know, we, we know, we know who's going to die first. It's obviously going to be me, you know, if anybody's going to die in some, some terrible thing. Uh, Chris is the reason there's the warning labels on all plastic bags telling you not to put them over your head. That is that is not look, true. That is that look, is not the reason. Very clearly, just... you know, we've got our we've got our our dynamic set. You know, right? Chris is the brains. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ruckman's the looks, and I'm the muscle. There you go. 
That's the classic dynamic. And Ruckman's wife is the mastermind of Quarters Against the Wall. True. <laughs> I thought she was going to be the wild card. No, I don't know why. I felt like that would be like mean or something. I don't want to compare yeah. people to Charlie Day. I mean, look, Charlie Day's the, you know, he's, Charlie's the most sane person in that show. It's true. It's true. Charlie Day's a very talented actor, and uh, we would love to have him on and hear his opinions about a card game he's never played. So if you can get him to respond to our Twitter DMs, we would appreciate it, because we've been trying for years. Yeah, Just by not sending back. them. Yep. <laughs> right. Ruckman, I've been looking through these did. Warhammer cards, though, and it, how do I invest in Crypto Thrall? How do you invest in Crypto Thrall? Yeah. Uh, which deck is that in? It's the Necron deck, I think. Oh, it's the Necron deck? Well, all right. So, you see, the first step is you have to go through a process called Biotransference, oh. uh, which is where you get tricked into transporting your soul into a living metal flesh body, but also your soul isn't around anymore. Unless you're an upper nobility, then you get to kind of keep your sentience. Otherwise, you're just a basic drone. Uh, really, the Necrons are just class warfare. Oh, excellent. Uh, it's really funny to me looking at all these Warhammer cards. I've never been so lost from magic. Ah, well, let me... Oh, does that mean this once Patriarch Slusu could just be me gushing about Warhammer lore? Sure. Yeah, I'll listen to that. <sighs> yes. There's a guy called Acroflagellant, and I feel like that's something you need to keep between yourself and your significant other. And your doctor. Right. Uh, that's the Imperium deck, right? Uh, I don't know. Also... All the cards that were spoiled were, like, legacy-breaking staples, and then they spoiled the Esper deck, and it was just, like, just limited cards. Well, you, the, the Imperium one can be the worst one, because it's the one everyone's going to buy. Is that the good guys? Uh, you know, that's a relative term in 40k. <laughs> Everybody's bad, right? The whole point is that everybody wore? Yes. The whole point is that there are no good guys in 40k. People will try to tell you the tower are the good guys, but they forget about the uh, all the eugenics programs. <laughs> man, you try to forget about them, right? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm excited for these cards. I like, like I guess on Twitter, looking at these, they're just, they're like way better than I expected. And like, honestly, if this is all Universes Beyond was, was just like these and the, the individual Doctor Who decks or like Secret Layers, like I'm in, do it. The fact that I always remember that, oh, Lord of the Rings is Modern Horizons 3 just feels like a constant bummer in the back of my mind. <laughs> Dick Cheney did the Iraq War. Is that like the same level of just like Lord of the Rings is going to be Modern Horizons 3. Frodo Baggins is going to be Ragavan 2. But just like Past in Flames being the art of the Blackstone Fortress cracking Cadia is like, oh, uh, yeah, we're, this is definitely what the Patreon episode is going to be. It's just me just gushing about the 40k cards. So if that doesn't get you to give us your $5 uh, for this month, I don't know what will. Certainly not what? us asking for it, that's for sure. Yeah. My only question about... So I can buy 40k cards. Uh, Unfinity is like, they've decided to throw darts at the cards and make some of them legal? Is that what? Is that what I've understood? Yeah, I mean, they've said there's like... Anything that doesn't break, like, the normal rules of the game um, or, like, disrupt the normal flow of the game is going to be a legal card. But So, like... They showed off this really cool card where it says... It's an enchantment that says if a card would have you choose modes, you can instead choose every mode. Yeah. That's so just like, a Hearthstone card also. I just want to point that out. It is, but 
uh, that's a really cool design magic card. And I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to build these like super cool commander like decks where I cast cryptic command for all four modes, right? That makes so much sense. It's so easy to understand and so fun. And then it's like, that card has a little acorn of you can't play with it anywhere. Uh, however, the card that lets you put stickers on cards, A-OK. Print it. Legacy players yeah, love stickers. I'm going to be honest. Unfinity coming out kind of makes me like actively never want to play Commander with Randos again. <laughs> you don't want them to like reach over and put CEDH stickers all over your favorite magic cards? No, I really don't. I also just like, look, I'm going to be real. I also just generally just dislike playing Commander with Randos because I feel like I've seen, I've been to a lot of random tables that I'm just like, I blame the command zone for a lot of issues with magic right now. Oh man. <laughs> Jimmy, we're coming for you. That's right. This, this, if this episode doesn't establish the war on Jimmy Wong. We just talked about how much we love Jimmy Wong. We can Are love we Jimmy Wong. Forks? We can love Jimmy Wong and go to a war with Jimmy Wong. I mean, yeah, it's both of them. Right. Uh, both of them has been declared, Chris. Both of them has been declared. Well, I have no, you know. I told you no about my local store that, like, they started a competitive commander group as opposed to a casual commander league, right? That isn't CDH? And, like, they had a post and they're like, anybody who is caught playing a deck that wins before turn 10 in the casual commander room will be asked to leave and not be refunded for their entry to the casual commander league. And I'm just like, oh please God. kill me. Please end my life. <laughs> commander is a great format. It's wonderful and an amazing way to express yourself through your deck building in the comfort of your own home with your own friends. Yeah. And I never agree. anywhere else. I'm going to stand up for Commander because this one time I was about to throw away a rare. It was a version of Nickel Bolas that I was confident was a whole 50 cents. But because it was the OG version, it was somehow $60. And that's $60 that I wouldn't have otherwise. So thank you, Commander players. You know? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's look at what Commander players have given us, which is wildly insane prices on cards that none of us care about. That we can then but sell. Look at what they've also done to fund good and cards. caused me to buy like fifty plus dollars shieldreds and like eighty dollar meat hook massacres and just like the shieldreds were going to be that expensive anyway. Shieldreds just that good of a card. Are we? Are we? Are we done complaining? Never. Who's that's complaining? That's what the rest of the episode is for. <laughs> I am. I'm complaining. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I mean, honestly, uh, I'm having a great week. I don't know. I just. Commander is a hot hot topic, apparently, I think. Yeah. It's definitely not the we'll popular ban we, list. That's not a hot we'll topic. See how, we'll see how much we get flamed for my comments today. Right, right, right. Um, so this is either going to be the most downloaded or the least downloaded episode of Crew 3 in history. Crew the most downloaded episode. Are you kidding right, me? Right, right, right. How get, many we're secret go. discords do we have? There's no way. Because there's, there's no way. There's just no way anybody cares. There's just no way that anybody is like... Nobody has the mental effort to care that much about. Well, right, right. I think I don't. We don't actually. We we talk about Commander all the time, and uh, we rarely care that much about Commander. You know? Yeah, because uh, I'm just not going to play it like I was already going to play it. 
It's uh, the same thing with just how many of those people were actually going to go watch The Little Mermaid. Man, that is a wild one. I'll tell you what. My favorite was when they found the character, like, already in the old version. Because, you know, I haven't watched that forever. Yeah. So it was like, hmm, would you look at that? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Bunch of dumb old men complaining about a movie they're never going to watch in the first exactly place. Exactly right. Pretty much. Pretty much. If you can't tell what our stance on that is. Speaking of movies. Speaking of movies. Did you know that James Cameron's Avatar is going back into theaters this week? Yeah. So he can reclaim to being the number one most, uh, high, the highest grossing movie of all time. And also to hype you up for Avatar The Way of Water. I thought it was called Waterworld by Kevin Costner. <laughs> no, uh, but also don't worry though. Um, we're get also still getting Avatar three through five after this. There's <laughs> no, I was the so heat worried. Death of the universe will come first. So there's a great interview with James Cameron where he talks about how like you know he's eventually wants to hand off the reins uh, either after three or after four. Avatar to, a, to yeah after a, to another creative director that way he can go work on other projects. Uh, but definitely, it definitely isn't going to happen until after three. What Avatar doesn't need reins? It's like putting reins on my cat. It just it's it makes no sense, right? We did yeah. not need reins for it. We didn't need more than one. Uh, Look, we need the adventures of Jake Sully. I can't believe that's going to come out before Titanic too. You know what I'm saying? Did that ship ever sail? <laughs> I've got some bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Can we get back to Pioneer? No. Titanic 2 Jack's back 2020. That's director's right. Cut. Oh, my God. He's the new uh, He's the new Jason. Freddy. Whatever. Oh, there yeah. is so much nothing showing in theaters right now that literally my theater close to me that I always go to is only playing three movies right now. Okay, no, here it is. I was right. The Titanic is a plane passenger ocean liner intended to function as a modern day replica of the Olympic class RMS Titanic, uh, and it's essentially just is just a replica of the ship. Is this, I think it's just the is this just proof that humanity never learns? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what we're doing now? We're really making a Titanic too. We're like, it's twenty twenty, baby, twenty twenty two. Nothing can go wrong. You're telling me you Titanic. wouldn't sign up to go out like that, given what's going on. You know, oh, um, so all all water based endings of life are bad. Yeah, I'm just gonna put it there. I'd rather just be the first person to go on like the SpaceX super rocket and just never come back. Sure. <laughs> you get in Elon Musk's car and you just never come back. Look, I don't even need a passenger capsule. Just strap me to the front of that thing, and I'll just. <laughs> this is a great episode. Where, where's where's Ruckman going with those chains? <laughs> You're taking me with you. <laughs> Elon, I crowdfunded this. <laughs> Business wouldn't let me on, but you will, Elon. I know it. <laughs> You're a memer. Oh, man. Is it time to raid Area 51 again? Yeah. We we failed the first time. <laughs> They can't all stop. They can't stop us all. Part two. In fact, they they did stop us all. What's 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 the alternative now that we can't know? Now they know how to beat Naruto running. Oh, they figured it out. We're no yeah, longer. They stopped. We're no Chris. longer super elite. Yeah. Somebody sent me a more. news headline this week that like they were just like I just read the most Ricky news headline ever and it hurt me to my core that I was immediately just like and it was like uh. 
A24 to produce the new Andrew Callahan uh, Channel 5 film documentary about the January 6th riots directed by Tim and Eric. And I was just like, oh my god. (laughs) I also want to shout out the best Reddit headline I saw today, which was, Babe, wake up, new Ezra Miller allegations just dropped. Oh no. (laughs) That person's not already in prison for life. Have have they found him yet or no? Uh, They've definitely found them. Okay. Uh, Fun fact, they were doing flash reshoots while they were wanted for felonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as you are to do, you know. Uh, I didn't think anyone would out weird Jared Leto, but Ezra Miller said, "Hold my Cosmo." Yeah, here we are. Anyway, Pioneer. What's Pioneer. Pioneer. How deep are we Pi- in? How, we, how deep? With twenty minutes in? I don't. I don't. Yeah. I mean, we could keep going. Three, right? three deep in the window. Hey, this is like I've got a pretty a cool Monday idea for Pioneer. You guys ready for it? Yeah. Okay. okay. Stickers. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah. My opponent plays a card and I just put a sticker on it and say, no, I don't allow it. And then right. we just see where it goes from there. Can can my card have flying as long as my head's on the table? That yeah. makes sense. I think Pioneer is in a good place. Do you want to know why I think Pioneer is in a good place? Why do you think so you won in a Pioneer? No, 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 no. Uh, because Patrick Sullivan is innovating again. Oh, okay. Uh, I'd just like to say I saw, um, I think Cedric Phillips tweeted out, like, yeah, it was Cedric. a text he received from Patrick of just like, hey, do you know if roast is legal in Pioneer? And then just like the gatherer search of roast and then like three five zero leagues with mono red playing roast. And that's incredible. That's all we needed to see today. Uh, I mean, wasn't also like yesterday, like a day or two ago, the ten year, like the the ten or eleven year anniversary of of P. Sully beating Ross Miriam in the SCG Open. Yeah, where he was like, "I need you to tap your your wasteland, uh, yeah. so that you can't kill your own land, so my price of progress is lethal." Oh yeah, it's it's the yeah the line where he he tries to blow up sulfuric vortex with his Sully pride mage and in response gets price of progress double yep. fire blasted right something like yeah. that yeah a classic well, it's fi- it's, i think it's 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 fire blast into like untap double it, it definitely like, involves price, price of progress blast. yeah and the fire blast costs zero mana so yeah oh, good times good times <sighs> good times good basic times. mountains all right basically yeah play them phoenix chicks go get them i believe in mountains right now yeah? I believe in roast. I'm not even kidding. People are running scared. They're saying Phoenix ain't good anymore. How are you going to treasure cruise when Sheldred's in play? And I'll take six. Watch me. We're, yeah, first off, yes. But second off, we're just going to roast her. Yeah. Second off, I didn't hear no bell. Exactly. Stop playing two lightning acts, play four, and play two roast. <laughs> Fear not. For the Lord... The Lord is with you. Fear a little. Fear a little. They smell fear, and I fear them. Man, did you guys think that when we were talking about Kamigawa cards, uh-huh. that we were going to want to get into a conversation where people are asking for Fable of the Mirror Breaker to be banned? No. No, not at all. That's for sure. That, How wrong we that were. That card's like $20 now. It is. It is. It's just, I mean, it's good. It's real okay, good. Maybe please remind good. me, did we, 
did we give those out to Patreons? Uh, yeah, I gave out two copies. To oh. people in the Patreon swag bag? What? Yeah, ba- back when they were like a dollar. Yeah, wow. Wow, what a good call. By- That's why I needed, to, I needed to not be Pioneer Season anymore, so I can go back to buying like... I'm still buying cool cards. I'm actually really happy with the cards I bought in September, including a card I'll be altering myself. Oh, yeah? For, for all, all the swag bag members. Uh, but yeah, we've, we've had some really good hits in the past. But yeah, Two Fable the Mirror Breakers was one of them. I'd like to say that my, my actual factual boss watched me attempt to purchase 25 Magosi the Water Veils from TCG Player <laughs> uh, last Thursday while I was, that was at the weekly, work. That was the weekly winner this week. Huh? That was the weekly winner. And I know! <laughs> I was trying to buy them for 38 cents and they kept selling out from under me. It's why I hate TCG players so much. And I couldn't uh, get any. I kept filling cards. This is cards. a bad time to announce our new affiliate link. To, really? No. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, so, anyways, I'm just wanting you to know, I was on top of a go see the water veil. I was he was going to go see the water veil. I, he was I on saw his way. You, I saw you, Nate, and Ed, or in Dave, in the Discord talking about it. Uh, I was on top of that. And I got nesting grounds. I got the other part of the combo. I managed to buy those before they spiked. But my okay. see the water veils are sold out everywhere at like five bucks now. And you know what's really funny? Nate has a curved, curled to heck one on his counter. It's the only reason I was thinking about the card recently is I went over to Nate's house and like, you know, everybody's got stacks of magic cards. If you yep. own, yeah. yeah. And one of the top cards of his stack of magic cards was a foil see the water veil. And I was like, I'm a see the water veil. That's right. And that's all I said about it. But I was thinking about it. Am I going to go uh, see the water veil? Those are the philosophical questions, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, I think Descartes asked that one, right? Yeah, Descartes. Any, any Descartes lovers in the chat? Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, can I get a poggers for Descartes? <laughs> can I get a poggers for the card indeed? Uh, we've been all over the place. We've been all over the place. Uh, do you? We've been to the water veil. Uh, are we talking about Pioneer Challenges? Let's talk about Pioneer Challenges. All right, starting on Saturday in eighth place, we have Runner Runner with uh, Nick Thos Ramp. Of course, this is our mono green splashing for Teferi. Uh, in seventh place, we have Indian Pancake on Is It Pyromancer. This is, of course, our young PZ Arclight builds of Phoenix here with that one copy of Roast. Oh, Roast! In sixth place, we have SKK on. Rakdos Midrange featuring two children and through Liliana of the Veil. In fifth place, we have Hidden Strings played by W.K. Midori uh, featuring Inscribed Tablet. I forgot to bring this up last week. There was a there was a Lotus Field player that was playing three Inscribed Tablets. That's a card. I like, man, there's so many random cards in the set I just don't even remember looking at. Uh, for those that don't know, Inscribed Tablet is a single mana artifact for one in tap sack by Inscribed Tablet. You the top five cards of your library. Put a land card from among them into your hand and the rest of the bottom of your library in a random order. If you don't put a card into your hand this way, draw a card. So that seems uh, seems pretty good for them. But you can't and choose th- to not take one, right? Uh, correct. Because it's, it's revealed, so it's public information, I believe. Mm-hmm. So you can't fail the five to that point. Yeah, because it's not hidden information. 
Uh, fourth place, we have Samurai Drive on Mono Red Aggro, uh, featuring four BTE, four Idol on the Gravel. Bit of a Tor brand build here, it looks uh, like. Can you look at that sideboard? Uh, well, we got three roast. Three roast! We're there. We're there, baby. Uh, third place, Gouldacat on five color Fires of Invention, which is our, of course, enigmatic build, uh, featuring four Leyline Binding. In the second place, we have Abs and Grease Fang, played by Bill Sieve, uh, featuring only one copy of Liliana the Veil. What do you think about the one copy of Liliana the Veil? I mean, it's all probably all I could find. The Rakdos opponents are also going to play Liliana the Veil, right? True, they're just going to do the work for you. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right, well, that will do it for that top. Hey, let me real quick kind of see if there... What do, you, what do you think of these? Obviously, Ricky, I mean, we got the roast here. What do you think of these? Is it Phoenix builds that are just called... Do you see the Pyromancer are, list? Three more roasts yeah. in the sideboard. Ooh, roast. we're doing it. Roast is real, guys. I don't think you understand. I don't believe in the founding of the third path, though. The card is... Literal garbage. <laughs> if I were them, I would cast Shivan Devastator. Devastator. Yep. In real real facts, though, I would cast Jaya. That card is real. Yeah. Can we get rid of these Jaces and play some Jayas? I'm not kidding. I opened one in uh in my box. I opened a Shivan Devastator. In my box. Dang. Oh, you opened a Devastator. Yeah, I opened a Devastator. I didn't tell Ricky, but I've got one. I'm going to give it to him. I just sold my copy. <sighs> to who? Is there some collector out there that's like... It was me, Austin. Okay, No, I sent it. I sold it to MrCardKingdom.com. <laughs> I own Ooh. Card Kingdom just oh, to buy all the Shivan Devastators. This okay, is some I see. Seto Kaiba level chicanery you know what else is playing roast though let's talk about 17th place with burnt taco 77 uh playing a little bit of is it prowess here featuring three balmore battle captain with uh two roasts the sideboard here i love this deck Yo, this deck is hot i don't think you're ready to shore up <laughs> yeah you think so oh my god to shore up Carson is it better State. than slip out is this better than slip out the back you okay you untap and you get plus one plus one and you still deal your damage. Yeah, but at least with slip I get to like protect my guy from a wrath. Nobody's playing wrath anymore. But this is for like in combat. Like if you get wrath, okay. it means you've already dealt your damage, right? Sure. Also, I've just been playing so much DMU and like shore up is the is the craziest card. Uh the yeah. number of times where like they try to kill like some one of like the defenders that can activate, right? Uh-huh. Like they try to kill Coral Colony, and you just in response activate Coral Colony and then shore up to untap it, fizzle their spell, and then activate it again. And like mill them eight cards. Sounds good. I mean look, I'm here to play the four of one mind. I mean of one mind. Of one mind easy tech is. I feel like that card is like man, can't we just play like winged words? No, no. The, the whole point here is it just it's just a one piece combo. With oh, PZ. it costs two less. Yeah. Okay, winged words only ever cost one less, right? Yeah. I guess this card's fine. I thought this card only reduced by one, so I thought it cost two. No, 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 no. All right, it's a one mana draw two. This is fine. This is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why we're playing the one of Shivan Reef. Look, sometimes we just need our colors, right? Eighteen lands. Jeez. Yeah. 
I'm playing 19 and a spike field hazard in my build right now. I'm also playing 19 and a spike field hazard, but I don't see the spike field hazard. <laughs> That's true. Look, hey, look, it's just Delver, right? We're just going to get there. Yeah, sure. It'll be fine. It's fine. I mean, let's just get rid of the Swiss Spear and let's get rid of not the Swiss Spear. Let's get rid of the Soul Scar and play Delver. The only thing I don't like about this is it's a, Gigant- a Gigantha deck and you're playing Saheli in your board. Yeah. I just like. With this deck, having played, like, this type of deck a bit, like, you're never in a good spot when it comes to, like, well, gotta get the Gigantha, because quick, if we have the mana to cast Gigantha, something's gone wrong. Quick, Mom, get the Gigantha. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, something's gone wrong. Oh, Unfortunately, man. we probably also can't play Jaya this deck. Right underneath it, we have a... Like, where, where, where is it? Okay. Let's see this best S-plus tier deck of the format here. Ninth place... Ninth place for Arakdos mid range. That's how That's far we got to go. Rakdos wins every every tournament. It, it wins every, every turn. Game. Yeah, exactly. Oh uh, nobody God. can ever beat it. It's an how S many times did how many times did we talk about mono green being just utterly gross and the format like having to warp around beating it? And we still talked about how good that deck was and how much Karn needed to be banned. Karn still needs to be banned. But as I said, Karn <laughs> doesn't need to be banned because of its power level. Karn needs to be banned because design philosophy is bad. Okay. I'm just saying, look, I stand I by... I don't think this deck is the best deck in the format. <coughs> look at the roasts. Okay, I'm looking at the roast, Ricky. I'm just saying, like, yeah. It's, like, weird because people are suddenly playing this, like, five toughness Let me creature. remind you, you're also the person that told me Shiv and Devastator was good, even though removal spells exist. Right, right. But the thing is, Shieldred is a card that really didn't have a removal spell. Like, other than the other Rakdos midrange decks... Like, most decks uh-huh. can't answer it with one card. Uh-huh. But there are ways to answer other cards with one card. This is just... Sure. Like, people were playing Lava Coil, and then when your opponent stops playing their Kalidus and starts playing this instead, and sure. you're still playing Lava Coil, you know, you look like uh, a darn fool, you know? Okay, that's fine. I still, like... Here's my thing, though. I think that I've always been a believer of... If we don't touch Karn, we don't touch mid-range. I think if you touch Karn, you have to touch mid-range. I don't think so. And I ain't trying to catch a case right now. That's all I'm saying. Right, right, right. I am. And uh, I think that... uh, I think the mid-range deck is fine. I think it's a very good deck. I don't think it's not going to be one of the best decks of the format. Like, it's going to be a very, very important pillar of the format. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it is, like... This is the only good deck, and every other deck, like, you have to ban things or whatever. Like, I mean, this deck has come a long way. They started realizing that everybody's kind of on, like, all odd creatures, and now they're they're playing four of Extinction Event. Like, when you sit and you look week to week at all these deck lists, right, we've, yeah. we've now just finally hit a point where the control-ish or mid-range-ish deck has, like, caught up to find the best answers for the threats of the format. And all that well, means I just, is that, I just like, think... Oh, go ahead. I just think that, like, Rakdos Midrange is a good deck, and it's not going to be the... It, I don't believe it has the capability to become the unbeatable uh, end-all, be-all of the format. I don't think that there's going to be, like, any matchup where it's just like, oh, man... Like, this into red-black mid-range, you can never win. I just think that it's going to have, like, a pretty good, like, never worse than a 40% matchup into the field. 
No, I, I think that's I think that's fair. My issue is when you go into these events and it's like a third plus of the room. That's the problem with it. I kind of don't see that as a problem. And maybe it's because I'm from a different era of magic. And, and like, I agree. Like I, we, we talked about before we started filming, like recording about you talking about like, you know, when Jun was 50% of the field, but like, that's also just not modern wizard band philosophy right now. Right. But I mean, it's how it used to be. Like when fairies was 30% of the field, when Jund was 50% of the field, like, you just all that meant is that when you went to these PTQs, when you went to these GPs, like if you didn't join them, right, you had yeah. a plan to play against them because you knew you would eventually hit them, right? It's not like sure. you know, it's like oh man, if I I hope I don't run into mono red, but if I do, maybe I can get by or something like that, right? It was just like I'm gonna play at least three rounds against like you know Jund today. Yeah. Do I think my deck can take? 66% of those games? Or do I think I know the matchup well enough to navigate through it? You know? The other question is, how many people How many people can actually, like, afford to play this deck in paper now that brought, Dominar United added another $250 to the price tag? Bro, I've been talking about that. I think that... And some of these lists are now... They've, like, not enough. Two Shieldred wasn't enough. Three. Yeah. And so, like... I was thinking about, like, the price of Pioneer recently. And, like, if you were picking up Pioneer cards as we were trucking along, right? Like, like we kept tell- telling people right, to do. You could have picked up your blood uh, your blood crypts for, like, 12 to 15 a piece. You could have yeah. picked up your red-black pathways for, like, 5 to $6 a piece. Your haunted ridges for about 6 bucks. Uh, you could have picked up your Kalidas's at about 20 your fables at a dollar, your trespassers at a dollar, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, even Thought Seasons, you could have picked them up at 11 during the Double Masters printing when I was talking about uh-huh. picking up your Thought Seasons. Yeah. And you could have definitely picked up Dread Boars for way cheaper than eight, bu- eight bucks each. Oof. Yeah, they're like 25, 50 cents. So, but even if you did all of that correctly, like we were telling you to, this set literally just printed an extra $250 price tag onto the deck, which is interesting because I've sort of never seen that happen. Yeah. Usually it's like a play set or cards are at like at most, right? Or normally it's like in standard or whatever, where a deck kind of mm-hmm. just starts existing for the first time. So you have to buy all or, the cards in the new set. Or Modern Horizons 2. Or Modern Horizons 2. Horizons 2, Yeah. So, like, I've kind of never seen that. It's not even, like, a whole archetype or a whole engine shell or something like that you have to buy. It's just literally they printed these two very powerful Black Mythics in the same set. And the rest of the set is very cool and very neat, but doesn't hold the value of the booster boxes like these two Mythics do. So, oops. Time for that legacy player mentality of... Uh, well, if you haven't, if you didn't own your Liliana's when Innistrad first came out, you don't deserve to play with them. And it is interesting because of a lot of people, you know, when you got the Liliana, like, spoiler, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, it's like, well, why didn't you buy Liliana's from, like, any of the other printings? And it's like, you know, it's more expensive now than it ever has been. People are expecting the price to go down. I mean, is it, though? I mean, you can still find them for, like, you know, 30 35 bucks when at the time she was still, like, $60. Let's see here. 
I guess. I guess technically we have seen a dip. She was yeah forty five. Now she's sitting at forty forty one. Uh huh. So okay, there was. It was higher before the printing, so it has gone down. Uh, but like, I kind of amazed that Liliana has even held like that high of a price tag when it's not a. She's also played like every standard deck, right? Well, I mean, like what I'm saying is pre pre this printing, right? Oh, sure, sure. How sure. did she hold such a price tag when she's literally not playable in modern? It's just price memory, right? Maybe. And and, and the Boomer Jun players in modern. That's true. <laughs> if there is. Well, Tarmogoyf is down to $13. I know. Buy those in case they ever reprint them. Into Pioneer. At I've all. got a hot take for you guys. Yeah? Yeah? How hot ready is it? I'm ready. It's, it's pretty hot, yeah. actually. Chris um, has been because... uh, cooking over on that stove, you know? Keeping on well, a low simmer the whole episode here. I'm ready to hear him get hot. You know me. 1738, right? Right. Uh, so, I do... I'm of the opinion that... The red-black mid-range deck being the most popular deck is not the worst thing. Um, you know, there definitely have been way more oppressive decks, I feel like. And I do feel like it's a deck that I feel, you know, my matchup's fine against. Obviously, it's just got good, good removal spells. Black has, you know, surprisingly a lot of ways to draw cards now. Again, you know, we've moved a lot of, away from a lot of color identity, I think, in general. A lot more colors are doing a lot more things. So, I, I you know, it, it is a little bit tough because it's so strong. And this is one of those areas where I kind of want to, I kind of want to nip it, but maybe not too much. So here's my hot take for you guys, for the sake of hot takes: ban fatal push. We have no. cut down. Yep, no, we, we have cut that. down. And I think that the efficient removal of fatal push uh, would be a a way, some kind of way, to neuter the effectiveness of the deck, right? I kind of thought about Thoughtseize. I talked for a while, a long time ago, about like, well, maybe Thoughtseize is the one. You know, it's very effective answers, and it really punishes mulligans. It's one mana discard. It's one mana, you know, you choose the discard. It's selective discard, too. So I think Thoughtseize is is not a, a terrible answer either, if, if you're of the opinion to, you know, touch something in the deck. But I think Fatal Push just being such an insane removal spell uh, could be the way to go now that we have another one mana removal spell that, is fatal push but worse in cut down? I don't. I like. I think if you like aren't willing to ban fable, and I hate to say it because I love the card. Like, I think the answer is graveyard trespasser. I mean, um, I think the card's totally fine. But the issue with it is, it's a card you're never able to answer in a top deck war. Sure, sure it is. You just hold on to your card. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think the two for one is aptitude. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I I think those are all fine, all fine answers. Like, I'm just, it's surprising to me that that would be the creature that would do it. Of all, you know, of all the things, right? Like, it's just one of those decks that you look at and you go, I don't know, this deck does fair stuff. So I'm just, I'm not sure what we can really do about it, or if this is just fine. Like, you can still play whatever deck you want. Nothing stopping you from taking, you know, whatever random creature deck you want to bring, or whatever else and and there is a pretty significant lack of blue white control because of its weaknesses against like mono white humans and things like that where you know you're a lot of uh, be able to bring some things back um and protect your protect your guys so i, I just don't know what you ban There's from it you no know? way you ban cards from the fairest fair deck in the format i hear you i i it's i hear the, you it's the fun police you don't ban cards from the fun police because then players like me get to have too much fun. Oh, and man. I'm already having a lot of fun. 
He's having more fun than is legally done. I am, in fact, having more fun than is legally done. Um, I almost took the Turbo Fog deck to a PTQ, but stopped because of Liliana. Right? You don't want to play against that in a PTQ setting. You have not prepared yourself to play against stupid, dirtily Turbo Fog. But because there are these gatekeepers, these gaslight gatekeep girl boss Lilianas in the format, it keeps the format moving forward to finding new, more efficient threats instead of dirtling around with nothing cards. Yeah. That was my problem with like modern post. Modern Horizons 1, pre-Modern Horizons 2, was I felt like Modern Horizons 1 kind of just introduced too many weird ways to uninteractly dirtle. And then, like, without Splinter Twin, without Eldrazi, without, like, a best deck anymore, everybody just kind of played their own weird dirtly deck, and nobody was sitting around to be that, like, you know, the the vanguard of the format protecting and making sure that everybody is trying to win the game in a in a normal way at a reasonable hour, right? Sure. Who else is going to get the PTQ goers home by 10, right? Not wild nonsense fun decks, but we need a stern, no-nonsense rock deck to make sure that games end. I'm all for it. So you're saying that Rakdos is not the hero that we need. But it's the hero that we deserve. We we deserve, yes. Okay, I I see, I see, I see. I just think that I... So I get worried and I get defensive when I see fair decks getting targeted like this because I get actual flashbacks to the corporate wizard's greed banning Splinter Twin just so they could sell more packs of Oath of the Gatewatch. Wow, Conspiracy Ricky coming out here. Yo, if you didn't pull out your cork boards with strings on them at that sentence, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I don't know what will what will do it. But I really do, I get worried because like Splinter Twin was a good deck. That was a good portion of the format. Not winning every week and had plenty of competition in decks that beat it. It was just this stalwart deck that you had to look at your deck before you went to a tournament and say... Can I win against Splinter Twin? And if the answer was never, then you couldn't play that deck, right? And I think that is healthy for a magic format. Of course, when we get to Jund levels of 50 and 40%, Fairies levels of 40% of the meta, right? That becomes a problem. But it's been like two weekends, and I think we can let it sit for a while. I still want to ban Karn, because that deck isn't fair. But Is this Genetic Freak? You know, Karn is a genetic freak and is not normal, right? Uh, and when you throw Liliana in the mix, it feels like we can we can mellow that deck out a little bit, but it, it'll still get games off you from nowhere. When I lose to Rakdos, I know why I lost. <laughs> and I don't like losing because my opponent drew a Storm the Festival into Teferi Karn. I no, but you lost because they played four Fable of Earbreaker and filtered their draws impossibly well. I, I mean, I just think, I just think Rakdos uh, mid-range is a good deck. I like the players that it makes. I think that Rakdos mid-range players are a wonderful breed, and they need to be protected. <laughs> Do they? Yes. Thank you. As a Rakdos mid-range player, I appreciate that. Rick. Right. Exactly. 
I think we, we get as a car as a Karn player. I think we get too too caught up on the ban hammers nowadays. We've no, I don't, I don't like, I don't want to ban anything. I just like here's my thing. I still stand by. We have to get rid of Karn, but I am still really worried about what happens to the format with Karn gone, and we don't do anything to Rakdos. See, I hear that, but Karn makes me sad. I know Karn makes you sad. And banning and that's any okay, piece of Rakdos not everything has to be happy. sad. We could play good artifact decks again if Karn wasn't around. Maybe that'll be enough to beat. If Karn isn't around, can I play Oni Cult Anvil? Yes, you can. Ooh, oh, ooh, that deck ooh. is actually pretty good into Liliana. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I'm back in. Right. Uh, I just, I don't know. That's my thoughts. I've spoken a lot about it. I think that Chris does bring up good points of trying to like hit very strange cards that attack like the efficiency of the fair deck. I don't sure. think that's outside the realm of possibility, but like, I don't know. I just think that like Rakdos midrange can't be a deck that needs bans. I mean, it's just like, can you imagine the modern balance where there's like, we're banned bolt. We banned path. Uh, no, I, but I could, because I mean, those cards are in modern horizons too. Sure, you're you're correct. All right, we have one more challenge to talk about, real quick. Oh, do we? Uh, <laughs> we do. That was that was in between the challenges. Uh, on Sunday, in eighth place, we have Renth with Bant Spirit. Seventh place, we have Gold Ninety One with Mono White Humans. Which, man, I need to buy my whole holy shit still. Uh, sixth place, Playmobil on Rakdos Sacrifice. In fifth place, uh, fourth place, we have Enter on Nykthos Ramp. Third place, we have Steinerson. On uh, mono green Karn here. That's kind of a surprise there. Second place, Be Madman on Teamer Creativity. Nice. Ooh. That's a, that's a fun one. It's exciting. That's a, that's a good one. A deck that probably doesn't exist out Fable the Mirror Breaker. Yeah, You're right. Probably. Uh, and then first place, we have Peter seven eight zero one zero eight. What did the numbers mean, Mason? Uh, Azorius Control. Well, there you go. It's a good, honest uh, Zorius control. Is it, though? It's Oh, no, it is. It's 75 cards. Look at this. <laughs> oh, the, oh, look at this. Starnheim Unleashed, Baneslayer, Angel, Lyra, 2 Elspeth. Perfect deck. Look, this is this is the hero we deserve. Man, I, I saw some control decks messing around with uh, Rona's Vortex lately. Really? Yeah, the one blue bounce a creature, but for three more mana, you can put it on the bottom. Okay. I, it was a Yorian build, so, you know, you know. Ah, get it out of here. But it, I have seen people messing around with that card, and I've definitely seen people messing around with uh, the temporary lockdowns. Sure. I like this uh, this spread on the Wraths here of two Supreme, one Doomscar, one Farewell. Uh-huh. That's the correct number in a in a, a God-fearing 60-card list. <laughs> Sure. Uh, outside the top eight, though, let's look at Medvedev in 17th with Gruul Aggro. Look at this. Uh, Galia is still bugged on Mitko, but this is the prop way to play this deck. Forget what Sam was playing. Four Fire Drink Crusader, four Galia the Endless Dance. Now this is a real aggro player's deck list here. Fire Drink Crusader. Bowmat Courier. Gore Clan Rampager. Remember that card? Atarkis Command. Oh, oh, this is this is Chef's Kiss. This is this is doing a lot of things for me. Oh yeah? Yeah. I like the squee in the sideboard. 
the screen, the sideboard, two roasts. They know. They know. They're here. Rending Volley uh, is an absurdly expensive card now. It, oh my gosh, it is. Wow. Huh. Uh, 19th place, we have the Mighty Linguini. Uh, I don't know why I separate this. This is Racto Sacrifice. I, just like I think Racto you excited the name. Well. That is... That is uh, this is post-Ratatouille Linguini. <laughs> uh, 25th place, though, Be Reborn... With mono black aggro here, three evolved sleeper, four now the Evan Legion, four gifted aid the board, three tenacious underdog, three graveyard trespasser, three shields of the apocalypse, four spawn of mayhem, two fatal push, four thoughtsies, three heartless act, two demonic embrace, four fable. That, wait, hold on, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, what? Amoongus. Goldfish. Amoongus. <laughs> yeah, goldfish is lying to me here. What are these? What are these fables doing here, dude? We got two pathway, four blood crypt, and four sulfurous springs to cast the fable. Look at the sideboard, though: two lifebane zombie, four witch's vengeance, three leyline of the void, four invoke despair. Man, the witch's vengeances. I've been seeing them a lot. Those in the caravex, right? Yeah, the caravex has been hot, but like witch's vengeance is something I've seen. Is it just humans and spirits? That's not- that's how we beat the humans and the spirits and the occasional elf player. Oh, okay. All right. I'm like, I thought yeah. this was crippling fear. And so it kind of made more sense to me. But this one, you have to pick a type. And just that type gets hurt. Crippling fear is the pick a type and that type is safe. And that's when sure. you cast it and you name Noggle. <laughs> that's when we name Noggle? Yeah. And then it makes the whole board. Yeah, Exactly. It's, so we can so we can stop the uh, the trading post players. No, no, no. Right. I was talking about crippling fear is the one where you name a creature type to not get minus three minus three. Oh, okay. Anyways, demonic embrace is hot in this deck. I do like fable demonic of embrace. the mirror breaker is the biggest like. What a heel turn! Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe Ruckman was right. Hold on, <laughs> maybe we do ban hey, fable of the mirror breaker. <laughs> But this deck this is card sweet. too. This card too good. Yeah. Um. We've got more mono green, more mono blue. We got another teamer deck. The teamer creativity, which oh man, magma opus. Oh, this why I want to cast this format. Maybe I should pick up the cards to play this. Magma opus. Would I feel something again if I played this deck? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I don't know. Creativity is $60 for a playset. I'm out. Yeah, see and play in modern. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm hmm. The creativity decks are everywhere. No. Dang it. Ruined by by modern again. Yeah. Uh, All right. We don't have time to really go over the leagues, but as always, the league dump is in the description below. So be sure to go check that out with all the cool stuff uh, shown out there. I I tell you what, one of the decks I really want to try out coming up soon is I want to play like a blue black control list. I guess what I kind of want to be want to be messing around with here, but there's just Rona's I'm vortex. Just I'm just I'm just scrolling through these these this league list here. I, I passed by a deck with Coma and Omnath. Like there's still some cool stuff through this format. If you aren't uh, beholden to the whims of Rakdos or Mono Green, look at this Sarah Paragon with Obsid at the Ghost Council. Sign me up for that. I want to play Vanishing Burst. Ghost That's another card I want to play. Yeah, that card's so much legit. Stuff. I just wish I had more time again because, gosh, there's so much cool stuff I want to do in this format. But anyway, uh, let's finish things off if you guys don't have anything else to say. Nah. 
with the Patreon mailbag. Yeah, mailbag time. Yeah, because as always, I want to say thank you for supporting Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/crewtmtg. They help us get the show going. And like Ricky said earlier, we send out some cool swag bags every month. If you sign up for that top tier, if not, well, then hey, if you just give us the dollar, the basic dollar tier, you get to have access to the Patreon Discord channels, and you get to ask a mailbag question. And then if you sign up for a federal tier, that gets you a piece of exclusive content every month. And, uh, but yeah, the mailbag, your question could sound just like this. This comes from Bridger, who asked, what would you say are the most undervalued four drops in the Pioneer format? They could be underrated for any reason, just as long as you don't say Karn or Kalidus. <laughs> underrated yeah, four drops, underrated. huh? People have not been respecting four drops. Man, is it is it cheating to name new cards? No, I don't think so. Whatever People gotta want. respect Jaya. Respect Jaya. All it's, right, I like I'm, that. I was blind, but now I can see. If you are a deck that wants to cast spells, uh, Jaya is infinitely better than Torture Defiance. And like, what a they what just, a flip! I never I, thought I would hear you such things say such things about a Chandra card. I mean, I played it and I won an RCQ. And it did win me two games. Alright. But, like, you play it, you make the token, uh, I believe she takes up to six from the token, or no, she picks up to five, and then, like, if your opponent kills the token, most creatures can only do four damage, so, like, it's kind of hard for them to clear the Jaya and kill the token, and then if you get a turn again, you make another token. Just Planeswalkers that plus to make a token. I don't think we've seen one in a while. Like, when was the last one that did this? Like, uh, a creature uh, token. Jeez. Well, there's Elspeth, Sun's Champion. Yeah, that one made three tokens on the plus, um, and that was pretty good. It was six mana. No, f- four mana Elspeth makes them on the minus. Uh, oh, there's a Vivian that makes a 3-3 three, three that gets a random keyword. Right, that one's a five. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean... She pluses to make a 1-1. One, one. Literally was the gold standard of Planeswalkers when Planeswalkers were printed. Like, Elspeth Knight Errant was, like, an ungodly card. Sure. Um, then you can draw cards. You look at the top two cards of your deck and pick one to impulse draw this turn. Uh, and then, as wonky as that minus two is, it is removal. You can just attack with creatures and blow up one of your opponent's creatures. It it happens more often than you think when you play decks with Jaya's and Young Peasies or Sahili's, uh Phoenixes coming out of the yard. I think all the abilities on Jaya hit. Honestly, the worst ability is the ultimate because if you're playing Phoenix, like you're not really playing many red spells that can go to the face and win the game. Uh, like the best case scenario is like you can triple cast like Galvanic, and then your then your next treasure cruise will be Quadra cast. But, uh, you know, uh, just making the token and the fact that the token can beat down for a lot of damage with prowess is insane. That would yeah, be prowess nice tokens pick. are pretty huge. I, I, I learned that. Right. Just because, again, I'm still waiting for Monastery Mentor to, to break out. Monastery well, Mentor would be my three Monastery drop. Mentor is that, one, it's easy to kill. And, two, you have to cast the spells you want to trigger prowess to make the tokens that you want prowess triggered on. Yeah, but there are these cards, they're colloquially, colloquially known, 
I can't say that word. Uh, not with this stutter, at least. Uh, as cantrips, and they are cheap spells that draw you more cards, Ricky. They're pretty good. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, like, Jaya just makes a token every turn, and then your cantrips will just make the token bigger. Uh, Chris, you got a card? Yeah. Um, you guys are going to be surprised to hear this one, but uh, the answer is, you know, a very surprising uh, Siege Rhino. Not getting the respect that it deserves. And if you'd yes. asked me this question about two weeks ago, I actually would have said children. I was like, man, children, like solid card. Like, you know, um, really was happy with it. Uh, I talked about it in the spoilers. I was like, man, you know, it, it takes one turn and, and and your opponents are drawing cards anyway, right? They're doing things anyway. So, but I feel like children's now no longer underrated, right? Uh, definitely is a very expensive card. She's so. very rated. Very, very rated. Uh, so, yeah, definitely something... Um, Thing with there, so we'll just go back to good old faithful uh, siege rhino here, because uh, wishclaw talisman costs three mana, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. No, wishclaw talisman uh, costs two. Is it okay? All right. Look how much disrespect I, I know, right? There. I'll tell you what. Uh, all right. So my pick, I'm kind of torn. Um, this card does see play, but only slightly. In that, uh, everyone wants to talk mess about Toski until <laughs> Rakdos midrange can't answer it. <laughs> Uh, and then secondly, um, hey, if you can, try playing with Tamio Collector of Tales. Yo, I've been mm. playing with that card. That card. She uh, uh, she just kind of laughs at Rakdos midrange right now. She laughs at Liliana. Liliana's abilities yeah. don't do anything. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, she also just sort of like she turns off the Invoke Despair. Uh-huh. She turns off Go Blank. You still lose your your yard, but I mean... Yeah. Uh, I think Tamio is really good. And Thoughtseize, that just looks at your hand, and then they lose two life, is very funny. Yeah. I, like... I wish Yish... I, like, I almost wanted to say Yasharn, but I don't think Yasharn does enough right now because Sack isn't super popular. It's close. Uh, it makes so your opponent can't, like, use their treasure tokens, which is funny. Because I do think, like... With all the Rakdos, like, we're just our big, dumb, just, like, hate bears decks running around right now. Mm-hmm. Like, let's play Voice, let's play Yasharn, let's play stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. My secondary pick, if I were to pick again, I don't even think I could. I think that it's definitely Jaya all the way. I was yeah. I, I just, like, what other four drops are there? Like, Kalidus? Can we say that Kalidus is underrated now? <laughs> that was specifically in the question and not say Karn or Kalidus, right? yeah. yeah. Hey, there's that new four drop, the new, the new uh, green black one that's like a Kalidus light. Uh, that one's definitely Kalidus at home. That one's definitely properly rated. I, I don't think that. I think that one is better. So there you go. There's another one for me. That's a twofer. Yeah. We won't charge you double on the Patreon yeah. for that one. That's just that's if just a I freebie right there. X equals three Shivan Devastator. Can I say Shivan Devastator? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Shivan Devastator for three is kind of underrated. Okay, all right. Well, that will do for this week. But before we sign off, I do want to quickly run down that we are, of course, we taking part in Extra Life as always. Extra Life will be on Saturday, November the 5th. Uh, and you might be saying, wait, Ruckman, uh, we used to owe us some of the milestones from last year's. All of them. Uh, <laughs> last year's Extra Life. Well, let me tell you right now that uh, here in the next week or so, uh, we have worked out the issues of the cats commentary. 
So we're going to schedule that between us in the next week or so. So that will be out for sure with uh, by the time Extra Life happens. And I need to verify the date, uh, but we will do the Morbius Discord watch along from the Trans Lifeline stream here um, in October. I need to pick a weekend on that. Uh, we pr- we might do that the weekend, uh, maybe not the weekend of Dallas. We might look at doing that either the weekend of the, that first weekend of October. We'll look to do that on the weekend of the 22nd and 23rd. I need to verify the calendar, but I'll tell you guys that date. I'll tell the listeners that date when we solidify that, uh, and that will take care of that. So, uh, to quickly announce some of the milestones we are, I'm setting up for Extra Life Campaign, as always, uh, donors will be able to, uh, anyone who donates in increments of $5, we're going to do a giveaway for a collector booster pack, a standard legal collector booster pack of their choice. Um, and if we hit our $500 goal, then I will upgrade that to a standard legal uh, booster box, uh, excuse me, uh, draft booster box of their choice. Um, standard legal, of course. And then a couple milestones we have set. Uh, currently, I'm going to say that if we hit 250, we will do a commentary track for a highly, highly, highly underrated movie in the Wachowski's Speed Racer movie and then i'm gonna leave this up to everyone at home at four hundred dollars uh just like how we're doing with cats uh speed Racer will be probably a watch along because that one would be great to have everyone listen to and watch in person if you haven't watched that movie uh and then the commentary if we get four hundred dollars as a milestone i will give the give our the community the option to either vote for scambleton the McAllen High School produced Hamilton ripoff. I'm sorry, the McAllen, not high school, um, the Jeebus rendition of Hamilton, or we can do the new to Disney Plus Pinocchio live action movie starring no. Tom Hanks. So, no, so I didn't we'll, agree to that. Yeah, well, hey, we'll see which wins, Skeleton or Pinocchio. I'm afraid of Pinocchio. Yeah, you better be afraid of Pinocchio. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, I think we'll do – we'll set the same uh, $600 goal, which is, of course, $100 over our goal. Uh, so they get $600. Uh, we'll have a uh, Chris and Ricky Force Ruckman to play League stream for, like, an hour. So I think that's all I'll be able to take of that game. Uh, children will not be allowed to watch that stream. Why Why not, Chris? What's gonna? What's the worst that could happen? Well – just, uh, just, and I think I think I'm gonna go ahead and say this because I think a lot of people can identify with this. The last time we tried to play League of Legends, Ruckman uh, yelled "F this game," and then uh, disconnected and uninstalled in the middle of a match. And if you've ever played League of Legends, I don't have to explain anymore uh, as to why. It makes total sense <laughs> as to why somebody would do that. I think that was my third game overall. Yep, sounds about right to me. Yeah, uh, so we'll figure something out like that. But again, uh, Speed Racer, going to be hype. Love that movie. Uh, go look up Royalton's monologue if you just want a reason to watch that movie. Um, and then, yeah, vote on whether or not we're going to do Scamilton or Pinocchio 2022, which is somehow, I think, worse than Cats. I think Pinocchio 2022 is the worst fate. Is it the worst fate? I've seen fate? Scamilton. I laughed. I'm not yeah, going to laugh watching Pinocchio. <laughs> Well, maybe Pinocchio should be the the higher tier. I think what we should do is we should set a thousand dollar goal. 
Yeah. In which uh, Chris has to watch and then recount uh, the entire plot of the end of Evangelion. <laughs> I'll set that. <laughs> all, all four parts? No, just, just the first one. Okay, just the first one? I'll set that. I'll set that. Uh, also, Ruckman has to give me a box of War of the Spark. Wow! Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's not allowed. All right, uh, that'll do it for this week. And so where can they find you all on socials? You can find me on the Twitters at Love's League of Legends. And are, Legends are has no at, tea. Are you, also, are you also I voted for Little Nas? Yeah, that's exactly right. You can find me on Twitter at also Steve. And you can find me um, on the Crew3MTG Twitch Every Monday, Wednesday, and I promise Sunday mornings. When we aren't feeling sick, you know it was the last pool party of the summer. Yeah, I, I, I love I. I know when Ricky gets real drunk because that is when I receive random text or Discord messages to say I'm drunk. I don't know who gave me my phone back. I just don't know why I'm the person you end up texting. There's no way I didn't like, text you because I called my brother. You messaged me in Discord. No way. You messaged me in Discord. I'm drunk. But when? Uh, let me check real quick. You messaged me in Discord on. Uh, oh, it does that. Oh, ten oh six p.m. on Saturday. Oh, I did. Uh, it says that's true. I'm effing drunk as his as hissit. Yeah, you that was that me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know. Also, also a flashback to the last time you you rode the you floated the river. Uh, the river was a uh, you know, me and water tend to get drunk somehow. Yeah, you also went on that awful path down the river. Yeah, I was so bruised up. But anyways, that's not the point. And also, you can find us uh, soon returning to the Crew Three YouTube channel. I will say, I uh, I just did my box opening, and I am excited. And uh, we're going to forget that Born of the Gods ever happened. <laughs> I'll have my box Are opening you... filmed. Uh, yeah, I'm going to record those going. games. We get the get the people going. Get the people going. So let them see what they want to see. Because after this, we get to cons. That's where we get. Ex- Is it cons already? No, we have a filler yeah. set, right? There's like a, a oh, core we, or something. There's there's a core. It's uh, M15. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's M15. Is that the Slivers one? It is the Slivers one. Well, all right then. And then we get, and then we get to cons. Then we get to cons, and Fetchlands are banned. Yeah, Fetchlands are banned. Not the first episode, right? Uh, yeah, and then we'll talk about uh, is cons going to be. So let us know. Ricky and I definitely pitched this a bit, where we think there are a few kind of really key sets for Pioneer, where um, if viewers want us, we're potentially looking at doing two episodes on each of those sets. Um, I don't think Cons is one of them. I think one of the first, I think the first one we talked about is like Kaladesh. Kaladesh, um, or uh, there's a few other ones, especially like sets with like the the lands. Honestly, yeah. So like our big thing was like so Kaladesh and a couple other sets. Uh, we're talking about doing twice, um, where we open a box, then we play with the, that pool, and then the next episode we play we open another box. Uh, after we did open the first box, and then. Going forward, we get to pick one of those boxes to add to our collection. Would you rather us do that, or would you rather us just re-roll the box if we want to go for a better box? Either one will work. We'll, we'll put up a poll. 
yeah, we'll put up a poll to do that so we can get that to kind of go and rolling in. Of course, it'll be a few episodes where we get to that. I mean, we have to suffer through Oath of the Gatewatch first and battle for Zendikar and just have many saddleback like Axe can we resolve. <laughs> so many saddlebacks. I'm going to support. Um, anyway, uh, of course, you can find me at Crew 3 Podcast for the official thread. Uh, this has been uh, whatever this episode was. Uh, tune in next week where we're going to talk about, hey, uh, you know, regionals are actually coming up soon as we head into not only season two of the pro- of the RCQ uh, system, but our re- actual regionals are coming up soon. So we're going to kind of give some guides, some testing guides, some helpful tips uh, for people. Uh, this is your first kind of like GP-ish level event that you've either ever been to or just haven't been to since the pandemic or just even just really higher level competitive event because you know the rcqs are competitive level events but are they really competitive level events in some cases uh but they've been a lot of fun though so tune in for that next week as we sort of dive on in and get ready uh for the release of brothers war because we'll talk about start talking about uh what do about brothers war because at least in the u.s it's going to be legal rcq week or rc weekend great Ooh. Excellent. Yeah. Fun. Buy your cases now. Yeah. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.